It's the E-Commerce Minute, your daily dose of e-commerce, tech, and retail news with your hosts, Bart Moraz and John Suter. The E-Commerce Minute is a production of Sumo Heavy, a digital commerce consulting firm in Brooklyn, New York, and Philadelphia. Find us on the web at sumoheavy.com. It's E-Commerce Minute, episode 227. In today's episode, Trader Joe's has a podcast. If you're a Trader Joe's fan, you're most likely obsessed with the selection, assortment, and overall vibe of the national grocery chain. Well, TJ fans have another way to get their fix of their favorite store. Trader Joe's has released a limited series podcast called Inside Trader Joe's. Trader Joe's marketing director Tara Miller and her colleague Matt Sloan, vice president of marketing product, are the show hosts. They promise the show will not be one long ad, but instead will dive into some of the burning questions that TJ Loyal have asked over the years, like the day-to-day store operations, how they pick their products, and how some didn't make the mark. And he went up for some chunky can pilchard fish. (laughs) (laughs) and why on earth they sell individual bananas. It also answers questions like, what's up with the parking lots? Whether or not the retailer plans to sell products online, or what it takes to get a Trader Joe's in your neighborhood. Sadly, the series is only five episodes long, but Trader Joe's spokesman Kenya Free Daniels told LAMag.com, we have many more stories to tell, and also want to make sure we are covering topics of importance to our customers right now, so we'll be working on it. Podcasting is enjoying a wave of popularity right now. Brands like TJ's are learning to capitalize on it by putting out shows of their own and communicating to their customers in a fun and interesting way. Consumers also enjoy getting a peek behind the curtain of their favorite brands, just as long as it doesn't come off as one long commercial. Inside Trader Joe's is available on the company's website through Apple Podcasts or on your favorite podcast player. We will post a link in show notes. Um, okay. They're trying to capitalize on the podcast thing, but wouldn't a video be better? Okay. So here's the reasoning. I didn't include this in the article, but they, they talk about their consumer. Their consumer is more affluent, uh, and more likely to more likely to be captured via audio than video. Um, they, there were some stats reflected a 35% of podcast consumers generate a six figure income or higher while more than 60% of monthly listeners have a four-year college degree. So they're talking about the more their, their customers obviously are not, are on the higher, on the higher end. Um, so they felt that that was the best way to, I mean, besides the fact that they're, they're cashing in on the podcast craze, they felt that that's where their consumers are. Yeah. I mean, podcast obviously has like a huge, huge thing. We do one. <laughs> right. Exactly. Uh, but we also been around podcasting since it pretty much started. Uh, so there's that out of sight of it. It just became bigger and bigger, and bigger, which is great. Um, you know, is it, is it 73 million Americans are over age- 73 million Americans over the age of 12 report. They lived into a podcast in the last month. That's crazy. Yes. That's crazy. Um, uh, let's talk about podcasting in general for a second. Um, yes, it is the trend. It's the wave. We're starting to see some, even starting to see some consolidation. Uh, and you look at a company like Gimlet that was like, you know, where were they two years ago? They weren't even around, and now they're they're putting out, yeah, uh, you know, they're putting out TV. They're they're going they're they're getting into film. Um, it's just pretty insane what's happening. I think what the problem's going to be is then everyone's going to be a me too, and let's dovetail this into uh, Trader Joe's and and brands, is that someone's going to look at this and say, this is a great idea. And then you're going to have a bunch of, a bunch of copycats and that's where it gets diluted. And that's when people stop paying attention. And then it's just, you know, that's, it's the, you know, struggle of finding good content and promoting in it, but that's just a regular struggle, right? It's, it's becoming that. I mean, look at YouTube, look at all the stuff that's going on between music and it's, 
just content, content, and trying to find good content. Right. And what's going to break through? Um, because you can say, oh, I've got a podcast, but if it's not any good and no one listens to it, then what's the, what, you know, what really is the point there? And the fear is that you're going to see all of these brands put out these subpar podcasts. Now, Trader Joe's, I think, is a, is a special example because they're unique in a lot of different ways. They have a unique culture their brand, and everything from their branding, their product line. I mean, it's just a unique story. So I think it fits well. But would you? Li- but on the same note, would you listen to a um, I don't know a, a safe a podcast about Safeway? I mean, um, if you, unless you were deep in the grocery business, you probably wouldn't. Yeah, because you know? Trader Joe's has you know they have they have the cult following. Yeah, no, it, they do. I mean, it's kind of like I guess Whole Foods could do it too. Yeah. Um, okay. Whole Foods is is is. is on par with a Trader Joe's, but let's take it a step further. Would you listen to a, a podcast about, um, I don't know, Kroger? <laughs> well, it's the maybe. Kroger podcast. Maybe. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> well, like, like I said, if you're in grocery business, you probably would. All right. So some fun facts uh, that were revealed in the podcast. Some of the Trader Joe's stores used to be carpeted. Ugh. That's weird. Uh, one weirdo employee admits to owning 40 Hawaiian shirts because the people in Trader Joe's wear Hawaiian shirts. Uh, the Trader Joe staff tries everything, even the dog biscuits, which uh, Sloan says tastes like salmon and sweet potato. I can imagine it. Uh, <laughs> um, Mandarin Orange Chicken has been the overall favorite Trader Joe's product and customer choice awards for nine years running. I agree with that. Here's, I mean, not so, so surprising. 80% of the products sold at Trader Joe's are private label, meaning they're produced by an outside brand, which is why they're, they're able to keep the cost so low, but I don't, I don't think they're that cheap. Um, there was one interview, the founder of Trader Joe's, where he flat out said the whole model is to buy cheap foods people would never normally buy, call them exotic, and sell them at a jacked up price. That is miraculous. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess that's a good uh, way of doing business. That's uh, a good business model. You know what? It's Here's the thing. I don't go to Trader Joe's that often only because it's just geographically in the wrong place for me. But it's a different vibe when you go in there. Everyone is friendly. Um, some of some call it downright creepy. Like they say, oh, these dirty hippies that work there. It's just always smiling all the time. It's like, it's a cult, <laughs> but it's a pleasurable experience. Their, their food's great. As a designer, I love their packaging. I love, I just, I just love the whole vibe and I can understand why there's a big following for this company. Yeah. And the, the, the thing you don't have because you live in PA is like, you know, they've been always famous for their two buck Chuck, which is right. They have the good wine, the good cheap wine. Yeah, it used to be like two dollars for a bottle, which was right, really hilarious. Right. Charles Shaw, two buck Chuck. Yep. My my mother's neighbor used to rave about it. He used to order it. To yeah, unfortunately, it. PA, you cannot get that. Can't get it. All right, pretty interesting. So Trader Joe's why riding the podcast wave. Got anything else, Bart? Uh, now I want two buck Chuck for some odd reason. Or single <laughs> bananas. I don't understand. It's still early in the morning, but we'll use the theater of the mind and pretend it's five. Yes, let's have a glass of two buck chuck. Or a single banana. Or a single banana. Oh, and I was supposed to tell the banana story, so I didn't want to leave everyone hanging. Does everyone know the the the, the Trader Joe's uh, single banana story? I don't. Okay, Trader Joe's has an unusual approach to selling bananas. CEO and chairman Don Bain once spotted an elderly woman in a grocery store. When he asked her why she passed over the bananas, which were sold in bunches of formed bunches of four she informed him sonny i may not live to that fourth banana at that moment he knew trader joe's had to sell individual bananas for 19 cents each 
all right, so it's probably a made up story, but every company has that little piece of folklore. Um, <laughs> the poor old lady, I may not see that fourth banana, Sonny. Sonny. All right, anything else? No, that's it. All right, that's your Commerce Minute for today. We'll see you on the internet tomorrow. That's it for today's show. If you like the show, do us a favor and subscribe or leave us a review on iTunes. And don't forget, you can now listen to the e-commerce minute on your Amazon device. Just add e-commerce minute to your flash briefing. And finally, if you have a comment or suggestion or just want to say hi, find us on social media at Sumo Heavy. <laughs>